Okay, good morning and thank you for joining us on this Bantai edition, the Monday edition of Talk Football Talk Sports on Empire Radio and 104.5 FM. I remain your truly, Jerry Fuma, the J2 Wonder. Um, I have with me in the studio my tag team champions in person of um, the passionate one himself, Fama King Oluwashio, and the playmaker Desmond Adegoke. Welcome, guys. How are you doing? Uh, we do cool, Good morning to our lovers out there. Uh, it is a new week in Leiden. Uh, we are here, you know, to do what we know how to do best, which is talking sport generally. Yes, so it's always good to have you guys um, in the studio. Um, it's always a pleasure. Sure. Thank you. And looking to Babaish, this body, like the, like the palette. Yeah. Anyways, it's a new week. As always, we are thanking God for life. Please stay safe out there. Always sanitize and wash your hands as well as keeping your environment super clean. Um, duck clean. Talk football, talk sports team, and all of us here at Empire Radio. We are wishing you all a great and uh, a safe week ahead. Let us quickly look at other sporting action starting. And with boxing and Tyson Fury retained his WBC World Heavyweight belt by brutally stopping Derek Chisora to set up a potential undisputed battle to Alexander Usyk, and Fury maintained his unbeaten record in front of close to 60,000 people at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Chisora was repeatedly hot by the dominant Fury, and the referee waved off the one-sided contest in the 10th round. Usyk, who holds the IBF, IBO, WBO, and WBA belts, was ringside in London. And Fury, who returned. To boxing after saying he would retire in April has targeted at least three fights next year and has challenged Usyk and fellow Briton Joe Joyce who are both unbeaten. Um, Fury, 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 um, we all knew he was going to beat Chisora, hands down. But then, you know, he said he wants to fight, um, let's even leave Joe, Joe Joyce now, let's see Alexander Usyk. Do you see that happening? Um, do you see Fury fighting Alexander Usyk next year? I mean, I think uh... I mean, I think well, presently now, you know, well, for boxing lovers out there, that's that's one thing that uh, I mean, that's one bout they I mean, everybody is looking out for because it seems that uh, virtually all the guys, you know, in the with exactly. category, exactly. you know, I mean, they've been battered by uh, fully. It's led for Usyk, you know, to try his luck because, well, personally, for me in the group, you know, we're talking about it, and I said I don't see anybody, you know, who can stand against Fury right now, but then. Uh, it's sports and uh, we know that upset do happen you know and uh, it's one thing that we would love to see and uh, I, I believe that they also will be aware of that and they should make it happen mm. i think the heavyweight is screaming for an undisputed champion right now and uh, we wanted it when joshua was holding all the belts and all that the whole of britain wanted it because of course uh, they are both from britain even though we know joshua is our boy from here but then it is what it is it didn't happen joshua lost the belts to usik but then usik have stepped up from cruiserweight to heavyweight and he has been undefeated since. He, you know, he's some sort of undisputed champion on his own because on that cruiserweight level he dominated and he came to the heavyweight and he has been he has been awesome so far. But then in that fight against Usyk, um, sorry Fury, if he eventually happens, because I I know Usyk is a very good boxer, he's a very good boxer, um, all-round boxer. But um, um, Fury is just an all-round fighter. She understand. And um, if, as far as analysis go, if you are to say Fury to go against them Usyk number one he has the height advantage he has the reach advantage and like I said he's an all-round fighter he's a stronger fighter 
doesn't mean that he's a better fighter but he's a stronger fighter but then it will be an interesting one to see so and like Desmond said um, I think the boxing the, the, the matchroom officials should just try and make it happen and beat the two together uh, in golf Norway's Victor Overland held his nerve to see off a spirited challenge from Scotty Schaeffler and retained the Hero World Challenge title in Bahamas. Overland was in danger of squandering a two-shot lead on the final hole, but salvaged an unlikely bogey that left him to celebrate an unexpectedly dramatic two-shot win on 16 under par after closing 69. Overland joins tournament host Tiger Woods as the only players to win back-to-back -back titles in the limited field event. Woods was due to return to action at Albany for the first time since missing the cup in the Open Championship in July, but withdrew because of planter facilities um, in his right foot. Still in golf, Greg Norman says he pays zero attention to Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy after they called him to be ousted as LIV golf CEO and commissioner. Woods echoes um, McIlroy's sentiment that Norman has to go in order for the PGA Tour and breakaway LIV golf hold constructive talks with both organizations having filed lawsuits against each other. However, Norman believes he can heal the risk between both stores and says he is doing a good job. Meanwhile, <laughs> McIlroy responded that he decided to be the pain in the behind for um, Greg Norman after the LIV chief accused him of having been brainwashed by the PGA Tour. He said for the bitter civil war engulfing in the sport to end, Norman has to go because there has to be an adult in the room. Um, congratulations to um, Victor Hovland anyway, but then um, in, this, in this episode of LIV versus PGA, if you have been following golf on the show, um, there has been this back and forth between LIV Golf is a breakaway series um, that poached players from the PGA Tour and that pays more money in their event that started this year and they have been backed by the Saudis. Um, the players that joined them from the PGA Tour were effectively removed from the PGA Tour rankings, so they don't have rankings. And um, um, there's been this back and forth between the PGA and the LIV um, that even pro prompted some reforms in the PGA and um, they've been, you know, doing what they need to do. But then, there's a case in court where uh, the PGA sued the LIV and the LIV counter sued them and all that. So, but that the LIV um, commissioner, the CEO there, that is um, in charge of affairs there, uh, which is Greg Norman, um, has been having some issues with some PGA top players. And those players now, most notably Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy, are saying that for the two bodies to even discuss, that man has to go. Now, I feel there's some personal attachments as far as I'm concerned. That's it, for too exactly. Much. Because at the end of the day they can still have whatever discussions that they want to discuss and agree or whatever it is they want to agree without him. Because he feels as Norman himself feels he's doing a good job and he feels he can heal the rift between both parties. Now for those of you that don't know Rory McIlroy is currently the world number one in golf and Tiger Woods is a legend. So these are two major players in golf especially from the PGA Tour, for them to say things like this, you must know they will have followers and they will have backings from the But then, um, if you are Greg Norman now, will you step off and allow the two tour um, settle or you will not bow to bully and still remain there and say, just look for a way to settle this thing. If you are Greg Norman, what would you do? I mean, I would definitely not leave my, uh, I, I mean, position. my position because I have, I mean, he hasn't done anything wrong, you know, and uh, I mean, we know that these sort of things always cause Controversies because uh, the I mean the old the old set of people always seems not to like new things coming up. I mean we've seen it with uh, this uh, uh, Super League breakaway. Yeah, uh, I, I, I mean and uh, UEFA and all of that. But for me, I think uh, two things can coexist together and they can always do brilliantly well. You know it doesn't have to. I, I, I mean it doesn't have to be that 
because this is what we started with then it has to continue tomorrow football can take another dimension another i mean another version of world cup can come up see will we all enjoy it i, I, I mean there, there shouldn't be acrimony and all of that and uh, i think greg norman i mean uh, and for those who are asking him i mean urari makiro and uh Taigawul, i think they are asking for too much you know they should find a way you know to set i mean able to settle this rift amicably and let everything return to normalcy so that people that love golf can just enjoy you know both uh the liv liv and the pga uh, i mean and the pga Rose. Well said. I uh, couldn't have said it better myself. Finally, in basketball, uh, Anthony Davis posted a sensational 55 points, 17 rebounds, and three blocks to lead the LA Lakers to their first straight win, triumphing 130-119 over the Washington Wizards. Uh, Davis, 55 points, is the second most points in a single game in the NBA this season, only behind Philadelphia 76ers. Joel Embiid, 59 points against Utah Jazz last month. Jalen Brown scored 34 points and 10 rebounds by Jalen Jason Tatum. Added 29 points, 11 rebounds to help the NBA best Boston Celtics and Brooklyn Nets four game winning streak in a 103 92 victory. Western Conference leading Phoenix Suns, inspired by the Andrew Aton's double double of 25 points and 10 rebounds, condemned San Antonio Spurs to their 11th straight defeat with a 133 95 blowout win. Another result Memphis Grizzlies defeated Detroit Pistons 122 112. New York Knicks beats Cleveland Cavaliers 92-81. Sacramento Kings stomped Chicago Bulls 110-101. While Portland Trailblazers claimed a 116-100 victory against the Indiana Pacers. Um, in some result from the ongoing 2022 World Cup, and um, first half brace from um, the Arasketa helped Uruguay to a 2-0 win over Ghana. Andrea, you missed the penalty in that match while South Korea came from behind to head Portugal 2-1 thanks to uh, Wang Chan's 91st minute winner. Uh, Portugal topped that group while South Korea ended Uruguay's and Ghana's hopes to progress to that next round. Uh, I think we were in the studio on Friday when the first half was ongoing and all that. And, uh, it was just a sad one because if anybody had the better opportunity between uh, what's it called? Um, Ghana and um, Uruguay and South Korea, I felt the Ghanaians with the African momentum building <laughs> um, and how they played, how they lost to Portugal, um, you know, what they did against the South Koreans, I expected them to actually go through. They had the opportunity, they had the chance funny looking penalty in my opinion and at the end of the day they were paid for it even the uruguay they did what they had to do but a little too late the south koreans just caught at the right time and because they qualified on more goals called uh, do you feel that those two teams that progressed from that group are actually the deserved people that preserve to progress or you feel maybe uruguay were hard done or ghana were hard done sure well i think for me in that group uh, i was like you said i was expecting probably ghana to go, go through but um probably like three four days to into that game the 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 drama of what happened some years back in the last talk of it when, when uh, suarez Ambo and everything i think when ghana was talking <laughs> about the revenge and everything i think that that mentality they brought it into that game and it really affected them because going into that game i, I, I expected ghana to have done something against rugby because looking at their matches they are two first two matches they drew they, they, they drew against uh, i think south korea and uh, I think they, they defeated South Korea they, they, they lost to Portugal. So yeah. I think for Ghana, I think with the way they play against Portugal, and the, the result they got against Korea. So I think for me, they should get something out of that match. But hey, I think just just, just football. So like I said earlier, um, the, the the mentality of that of that what happened in the last World Cup, they brought it into that game and it really affected them. So generally for me, I think that is how they lost the game. For for Portugal, I think uh, Portugal should have done something else to to at least. Get get much more result, but I think they probably qualify, and that's the reason why they just 
very relaxed on and South Korea just capitalized. They feel had a very good lineup though. They feel yeah, had a very yeah, strong lineup. They, they didn't put the energy they, they put in the last game, so I think that's the reason why the, the result gets in favor. And that night, that that song assist shows they, they 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 deserve it. They deserve that win. I think that's not fair of the South Koreans. If you, I mean, if you are saying that. Uh, or the Portuguese didn't put all of their energy into it. You know, we saw the South Koreans against Uruguay in their first game, and that they were very impressive. And even against Ghana in the match that they lost, you know, they, I mean, they, I mean, they came from two goals down, equalized, and that Ghana got the third goal. And that for them, you know, to be in the game, you know, in a game where they needed, I mean where they knew that they needed to win and meanwhile their destiny was not even in their own hand so for them to still have that mentality that anything can happen it shows that they played far better than South Korea, I mean than Portugal yeah. on the night and they got the results that they needed and meanwhile about Ghana you know I've been saying in Nigeria that they will, I mean, they will be consumed with this idea that revenge. this revenge idea. Come on, you don't need that. I mean, majority of the players that play for, in, in fact, I don't even think any of these players were in that in that 2010 squad. So how can you be thinking of revenge in a match that you were not even part of? You know, I'm sure Ghana would have gotten something from that game if. They, I mean, if they've yeah, not gone into that match with that idea of a revenge, because they would have been prepared, you know, better mentally and psychologically. And just look at the way in which they lost the match, the same way in which they lost to Uruguay okay. in 2010. Yeah, yeah. A penalty was gotten at the, the crucial stage you. of the game. I mean, Asamoah Gyan lost it on the night. Uh, I mean, are you lost it because? If they are taking that one goal, you know, they could have and they needed a draw from that game. I, I, I mean, they needed a draw, and you, you know, the player would have shifted on the, the Uruguay, Uruguay. Yeah. you know, what to I mean, to win that match against all us. And one thing about Ghana in this tournament is that I mean, attack, I mean, going on counter attack, they've been very, very impressive, especially with uh, with that Kudus, you know, and yeah. uh, in fact, I'm gutted for that guy because. It, he has been one of the spark in that Ghan, I mean, yeah, in that Ghanaian team, and it was really sad for them to have, you know, went out in that manner. Mm, it is what it is. Also, Vicente Abubakar's 92nd minute header helped Cameroon uh, to their only win at this World Cup in that 1-0 win over Brazil, and while Switzerland HCBA 3-2 in that 5-0 thriller, I'm Jedan Shakiri Bredbolo Arebo Frela with the goals for the Swiss, while Alexander Mitrovic and Dusan Vlaovic scored uh, for the Serbs. Uh, Brazil tops that group, while Switzerland finished second. Just a case of. Um, I think the two best teams in that team qualified, yeah. yeah. but at least Cameroon tried. Um, they managed to get um, a win from the from the from against the, the tournament favorites. <laughs> but the case can be made. But then Brazil, you can never say they have team B because even their their team B are some countries team A. And yeah. for Cameroon to funny funny red card, you know, you knew, you're on the red, yellow card, you got the second yellow card, you do you knew fully well. That. He didn't even think about it. It was also was nice it what it in the history of collecting red card was that what it? <laughs> what? Since there was nothing at stake anymore, and now, I, 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 I mean, the game was almost I, I, I over. Mean, it, 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 it didn't do any ammo to his team, and I don't think we saying that Babaka is even coming to the next World Cup because it's an old marriage. Well, someone said this. It's <laughs> over forty years old, and he, he surely looks over forty years old anyway. What do, but, what do forty years old look like? <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> but then you know, Switzerland deserved to go through yeah, um, to over go through. their uh, over their gameplay. In their three games played in the group, um, they defeated Cameroon. They did what they needed to do. Um, they played Brazil. They make it. They made it difficult for Brazil. Brazil needed to wait to the second or third minute to score that goal. And against Serbia, they were leading. Serbia came into the game led two one, and they showed that spirit. So 
in that next round, I think um, they are playing who again? Uh, I, I don't know. We'll get to that one in a minute. But then in that next round, I think they are playing Portugal. Yeah, yeah, Portugal. Underrate them at your home, Peru, Switzerland. I think they are just like Morocco. Uh, they're like at Japan. They're like dark horses <laughs> in the competition. So, anyways, yeah, uh, let, let's let's just move to the um, round of 16 matches that kicked off with Netherlands defeating um, USA 3-1. Thanks to Memphis Depay, um, Daily Blind, and um, then Denzel Dumfries who put in a man of the match performance in that game. By the way, um, while goals from Leo Messi and Julian Alvarez set Argentina to a 2-1 win over Australia. Enzo Fernandez scored an own goal in that game as well. Um, Netherlands USA. I knew it was going to be tight, but then it was just as if the USA were doing all the playing, Netherlands were doing all the scoring. And there's the other freeze, I don't know. I think that 40 million pounds that Inter Milan was asking Chelsea for over the summer just increased to 60 million pounds. What's your take on the Netherlands 3 1 win? Also, a very good one for Luis Vanga, you know. Yeah, like you already said, uh, the, 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 those guys were playing on the Netherlands were just there to just capitalize on the goals and the counter leverage. I think the experience of Louis van Gaal came in into that match. He allowed those guys to play. They, they have the possibility. He used the, the mobile, use the mobile front they three. They have the possession. Any opportunity like this, just get a goal and that is what happened. So I think for me, a decent win for, for the Netherlands and going forward into the quarterfinal. Let's see how it goes because right now, I think the round of 16, we still have uh, the men's and the boys, but right now we have the men on the men. So let's see how in it the goes quarter final. in the quarterfinal. So let's see how it goes for, 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 for them. Netherlands USA for you, Jesper. What's, uh, what's your take on that game? I mean, it was a good game. It was the way I saw it, you know, the way I expected it to play out because if you've seen USA in these tournaments, yeah. I mean, you know that they are a team of full of energy, you know. They can run for 90 minutes all through and uh, in Luis Van Gaal, Netherlands have a really manager, you know, who knows how to beat teams and uh, who, I mean, one of the best tactically in the world and uh, I think on the night, he knew what the USA were going to bring yeah. and he knew how to counter them and when you ask someone like, uh, I, I, I mean, like uh, Dumfries, you know, you, I mean, you definitely that you have potent attacking threats, you know, that can hurt opposition that will leave, I mean, that will leave guys behind. And what happened? The two assists, and he got himself a goal, you know, the, I mean, from the same pattern, you know, just to tell you that the USA didn't do, didn't do their homework well, and uh, they are back to Washington, D.C. Buenos Aires to Washington, D.C. It is what it is. Um, anyways, um, Argentina, Argentina. Um, they they they, they nearly paid for it in the, with the last kick um, in that game. Um, Emiliano Martinez had to make that save, but then the Australians only have themselves to blame. That second goal shouldn't have happened at all. Uh, but then they, they got they got a goal back. They started dreaming, and they, they had they had there was this mazy run that one of their players made, yeah. and um, it resulted in a corner. Yeah. Then the the last kick of the By game. It, it was it was crazy. But then looking at Argentina, um, do you still see? Do you still feel they have what it takes to go all the way to the final? Of course. I mean, you cannot get to the quarterfinal of the World Cup and, and, and you know and think that you don't have. I mean, what it takes, you know, to get to the final of the competition. And They're when you have one of the greatest player of all time, a Messi, then you know that you have an Arsenal. You know, I, I, I mean, you have a very potent weapon in your arsenal, you know, that you can always use against, uh, I, I mean, your opponents and that, uh, you know, Messi was really impressive against the Australians, but I think he still needs, 
his teammates around him, you know, to compliment his effort. Yes, you know, old. I mean, we saw lots of romance in this. I mean, he, I, I, I mean, like he, he came into the team yeah. and just he like should have kicked the game off, but he did not. You know, he kicked. I mean, he kept on missing two good chances. I mean, two good chances. And at this stage of the competition, you cannot throw away chances like that because it might come to hurt you. It almost happened. You know, that young man, poor, you know, he almost got the goal and he would have become a national hero. But, you know, they are in the next round and hopefully they can I, I'm, no, hopefully they can continue, you know, to use the magic wand of Messi. We have something to say about the Argentina No, no, when he was talking that probably they will get to the final. That was what I was reminding him that probably he oh. didn't, maybe he didn't remember that they are playing Netherlands in the, in, the quarter, in the quarter final right now. So, how, how, are they going to beat them with the experience and everything? What do you think? For me, it's gonna be a 50-50 match. Hey. We're heading a drop. Yeah. No, so which means that they can still get to the, to the final. They might. That's the same thing we are talking now. What you are saying is they have but a 50% least... chance of progressing to the quarterfinals. After the quarterfinals, no, the semifinals. Semifinals. The semifinals. Uh, hey, that's what I'm expecting. I'm not saying they are going to be in the final. I said they have what it takes to get to the because final. Because they haven't crossed the bridge for quarterfinal now. They will still get to semifinal. They will still meet some. Probably they will meet England. Netherlands have what it takes to get to the final. Yes, Right now, I'm tipping Netherlands over. Oh, no. That is your own opinion. I'm not even thinking anybody. I'm just happy somebody else is doing a pop agenda. <laughs> I cannot carry this load alone. Thank you very much. <laughs> Anyways, I've got some Jordan Henderson, Harry Kane, and Bukayo Saka. So England is past Senegal 3 0. Where France defeated Poland and 3 1 thanks to Olivier Giroud and Kylian Mbappe's double. Um, Robert Lewandowski scored a retaking penalty for the Polish there. Um, let's start with the England and Senegal game. And um, <laughs> she, I don't understand. I, like like I said on the show on Friday, I just felt the English would be too strong. Uh, the, the Senegal actually started well. I think they had yeah. the first shot on target. Yeah. They forced them pick, pick four to make that save. But then, you know, as England just had their first clear-cut chance, and you know, they punished them. And just in, it was just a case of um, experience versus inexperience. But then, um, the English boys seems to be doing their thing under the radar, quietly going about their business, quietly dealing with their own issues, quietly. you know, you know, and... Um, Taking it from game to game. One thing that anybody cannot say this time around is Gareth Southgate is not playing the right system or he's playing the system that the players are enjoying. Um, he has shifted from 4 2 3 1 to 4 3 3 and he's playing with um, what's it called? A double H now in presence of Jude Fellingham and um, Jordan Henderson now. He tried it in the last game against Wales. It worked. And he's continued with it. But I'm sure he's um, going to play that against France. You said? I'm sure he's, gonna play, he's not going to play that against France. Yo. <laughs> So for me, I think. Uh, but then, what, what what happens to Senegal now, <coughs> and what next for England after progressing from that game? Oh, uh, for England, um, immediately I saw the lineup. I was like, oh wow, this is gonna be this is gonna be a goals. It's gonna be. A goal. I was a bit more goal serious because looking at uh, Saka, we saw what Saka is doing last night in Premier League and everything. That even uh, this guy as well, uh, what was their, their captain Kane. Even though I haven't gotten goals, got his first goals. goals. We have got to, I think, two assists before into that game. So, and he has been doing well. Folding and folding as well. This guy is just pissed. This guy is just pissed. This guy is just pissed. For me, I think for me, generally for me, England, they tried their best. They played good football and they tried. And even starting from, uh, apart from the game against Iran and against the USA, I think the third game now, I think Southgate have tried to change one or two things. It's really working for them. Like we were talking about the, the formation and everything. The formation they use that is working for him now. I'm sure he's not going to do it. Use that against France because France, I'm sure they would have studied England very well going into that game. But hey, anything can happen. It's just this is just the quarterfinal. This is just the toughest uh, one of the toughest uh, groups uh, in the World Cup right now. Probably 
this time around, we will start seeing the Premier the result might just end in a draw, and we start seeing the well, penalty shootout and everything. So, for me, the, 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 the Inklas are there, they still have the opportunity to, to at least maybe get to the, the semi finals. Mm. Maybe they will come, maybe. Anyways, uh, with regards to the France England game, I know we are all excited about that, but then let's keep that one aside for now and let's focus on the game itself. We're talking about Senegal, uh, we're talking about England. Uh, one thing is for sure is that um, England are not going to play a back five system. If after four games you are still expecting England to play a back five system, then I'm sorry, you have to wait a bit longer because one thing he did was he, he brought Walker in at the expense of Trippier that seems to work. Although initially Ismail Asa wanted to finish him, <laughs> he was just carrying him up. He was just um, he was involved with him in the foot race and all that. But then, eventually, when they got the goal, things settled down. And that second goal, just before halftime, I think just just did the damage. It was psychologically, uh, it was it was a mountain too 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 high for the Senegalese to come back. But then, what are the positives that the Senegalese can take from this game? Uh, well, I think uh, I, I I mean, it's not easy, you know, uh, getting to the round 16 of the world cup you know and uh, i think that's one positive that they can always take from this you know uh we know that in the last world cup you know they were knocked out on on fair play rule and this time around they take a step further into the round of 16 so i think for them going forward now they will be looking at the next outcome and try as much as possible you know or to retain it and that uh, for england i think they were very very brilliant on the night and that uh, you know when you I, I, I mean when you don't have two players in your team uh, okay when you lose someone like uh sterling who has been very good for england mind you i'm not a sterling fan but once it comes to the national team you know it's always been delivering for gary southgate and when you don't have the chance to fit that player in your team and you still have that array of talents you know to call upon it shows you this i mean this quad that in this English national team and uh, in Gareth Southgate they are someone who has been able you know to harness this talent I, I, I mean they they obliterated Senegal yesterday and it came at a point when Senegal was even playing the best on the night you know and that is the ruthlessness of a team and that is the character of a team that wins championship I am not saying they are going to win this championship team for sanity I don't even want them to win it but then the English, I mean, well, the three lions of England, they are one of the favorites for this World Cup. And okay, you don't want us to talk about the, I mean, about the, uh, I mean, about their game against France okay, right now. Okay, let's branch into it more. And go into that match. Sheon said maybe he has to change his formation. No, he doesn't need to change his formation. I am sure the way that England will be fearing France, France also will be fearing uh, 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 England. England. Mind you, they have the best attack in this World Cup. And I think they have the best defense as well, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, why why do you need to fear your opponents if you have those statistics maybe, working in your favor? I will agree to to what you said about the attack, but the defense, probably the, the the teams they have been playing from the group stage, probably they haven't they are, they are not really that strong team. So what are you that, saying? That, that, that's my own opinion, though. Probably when they get to the round of what are you saying? Now, when they play France, then we all know you, because we, I know Maguire, the Manchester United in him will come out against France. No, I think Maguire <laughs> has been superb for England. We know what he used to do. He has, he has not done that for England now. He has not done that from the place of He's not. This is not about Alcor. This is not about Alcor. Jukes about. This is not about. But he has not done that for England. All those is Manchester United. We talked about all of this going to the World Cup. And I told you how I mean how impressive Maguire has always been for England, even when they. Were booing him, and it was like 
was, the, the play, even his teammates came to his defense and said he always turned up for England. I, I saw, I saw, uh, just, I, I was able to saw John Stones in a press conference over the weekend. Um, Talking about yeah. probably they are preparing for, I think they, they are training, it was behind closed door when Hask was talking about probably they are preparing for penal, penalties. penalties and everything. Maybe maybe that was what they are planning or they want to drag the game into penalties. No, you can't get to this stage of the competition and not think about penalties. You have to prepare sure. I, mean, I, I mean, you have to prepare for it yes, because no matter how good you might play on the night, it doesn't take guarantee. Uh, uh, straight win, uh, I mean, for you out there. What if your opponent, uh, I mean, what if you are leading and your opponent equalizes? I mean, so you have to prepare for penalty. I mean, you have to prepare for all eventualities because at this stage, a team has to go home and play penalties. It's part is, of I mean, it's part of yeah, making a team to go home. Anyways, talking about France and in their game against Poland, we, we saw Poland just the same way they played against Argentina. I, I feel Poland didn't really play as best as I know they can play. I've seen Poland play and, and um, I know they can play better than what I've seen against yes. Argentina and France. I don't know if it's fear, if it's respect, if it is the occasion that got to them. But then even Lewandowski was playing penalty yesterday like uh, even the Andrea you penalty was better than what he played yesterday. And uh, I don't understand. Even in the second one, I don't know when he started doing process. started doing leg like Jorginho. And he, you know he has long leg, he's tall. So it's even funnier to, to watch and painful, if I might add. But then, you know, Poland very, very disappointed with them. France, Olivier Giroud, outright, outright, outright all-time leading goal scorer for a country as big as France. It says a lot about who Olivier Giroud is. And um, Kylian Mbappe just can't stop scoring. You don't know how to stop him from scoring. And you know, looking forward to seeing them in the in the quarterfinals. Sure, sure. Uh, that's what we were talking about the other time. Uh, we were talking England, bringing England in, and uh, they are facing England in, in the quarterfinals. And you are in the quarterfinals. So let's see how it goes. But for me, I just feel uh, that game. I, I I can't really see what we have because now we're getting to the, the tougher stage in the competition right now because so for me like we were talking about the Netherlands and the uh, the what's it called the, the Argentina I guess of the other time so right now even the, uh, the, the France team and, and the English team I think the game is just a 50-50 it's my just any day draw as well so just any day draw. you just keep talking about France and England what's up with that it's not about Akbo it's not about Akbo but I just I just want the best team to win that's just it anyways France Poland your take on the game uh, I think Poland were very poor you know, well, like you said, but I wasn't surprised. It's what they've been doing in the tournament. You know, if you look at it from what they did oh, in the group, you know, they were not even, I mean, they were not supposed to even be in, in the round of 16, 16, you know. Uh, I, I, I mean, at some point, they were even almost going out. But uh, against France, uh, I know that, I mean, they couldn't have come all out against France because they know what is behind yeah. them. If they, I mean, if they leave their pack open, but then you should have shown more adventure because you have one of the best strikers in the world try as much as possible you know to move the ball forward to him support him and see what can happen what but can depending on the brilliance of uh, Lewandowski thinking that he's going you know to do all the magics and uh, take them to the next round doesn't work and uh, uh, in Oliver Giroud you know they have a striker you know that can score out of the blues meanwhile before he scored that goal the commentator was even still saying that he's had just five touches in the game and out of those five touches one was even the kickoff and bam from nowhere he scored that goal you know it went into history book and uh, for someone that has been vilified over the years this is one of the way you know massively keep, underrated uh, as a massively underrated this is one of the way you know to shut up your critics 
And in Kylian Mbappe, who was very brilliant. See, that guy, na beast. You know? Deserves that the money is getting right now. <laughs> And control the PSG. Don't let us talk about his money. Don't let us talk about his talent. Right now. Don't let us PSG. talk about his talent. You know, I thought he almost lost that that first oh, goal. Yeah. You know, I thought he's lost it. He just I was, the, I mean, shows I was the, almost cursing him. It shows and the, the next thing the ball was in the back of the net. It shows the confidence level he's I mean, on right now. He's, I mean, he's on a different level. I mean, what audacity do you have to even play football in that manner? Mm. Come on, respect your opponents now. Mm. Respect uh, old man. No, Chesney. Come on now, you don't embarrass legends like that. You know, uh, right now France and all. I mean, are uh, uh, on a high. And going to the match against England, mm-hmm. so you know they are they are high on confidence. See, the game is going to be interesting, but I think it will come down to who doesn't pay too much respect to our opponents. Mm-hmm. Because if England comes into that game fearing Spain, I mean fearing mm-hmm. France, that would be their greatest undoing. Anyways, round of 16 action continues today as Japan um, battle Croatia by 4 p.m. and while Brazil plays South Korea by 8 p.m. Tomorrow it's Morocco versus Spain by 4 p.m. And Portugal, they face Switzerland uh, by 8 p.m. Uh, the Dark Horse, Japan. Don't uh, it for them. Don't call them the Dark Horse. The Dark Horse, <laughs> Japan versus Croatia. Whoever wins that game, I'll be comfortable with them. Uh, but then who do you see winning that game? I think for me, it's a close game. I know we we'll look at uh, Croatia with, all the I mean, with all the talent they have in their midfield and think, wow, they should be killing Japan, Japan but then if you've seen Japan in this tournament yeah. then you will know that they are a team to fear with the way they run at you for 90 minutes you know full of energy and all of that and their passion and commitment and their steadfastness you know so I think it's going to be a very difficult game for the Croatians because if you look at their midfield it seems to be aging yeah. they seem not to have that pace in their midfield which has been working against them in this I mean in this I mean in this tournament but oh for me for me I won't be shocked if there is an upset and they send Croatia home. Japan, Croatia. I agree. I agree with him because looking at the game against Germany and uh, I think the two matches they played, they they got the maximum point. I think if they play in that manner, the spirit and everything, they bring that that spirit into into Croatia game. I think in the full time we just see Croatia, uh, we just see them Croatia crashing out of that group. Uh, Brazil, South Korea. Bust up for South Korea. I think I think I think it's it's gonna be I assume I, I won't put it the easy win for Brazil, but I think Brazil gets up an edge though. You think the Koreans will pull the surprise one and just dump Brazil out of the tournament? We've seen Saudi Arabia does something similar in the group stage. So, uh, do you think one of the best, no, if not the best, what in terms of results? The, the match between Saudi Arabia and uh, Argentina, the, the Argentina lost. Do you think that match was deflated? Do you think Argentina will lose? I mean, uh, that is the beauty of the that's game. That's the beauty of the game. That's the beauty of so, the game. Now. Because I, that's why he's saying he's coming from that. Right now, that yes, result. yes. That's, that's why he's saying that right now, nobody is actually tipping the South Koreans to do it. But so then, with what the Saudi Arabians have done, done. with what the Japanese have done against Germany, sure you get impossible. Is that who says uh, <laughs> come on, Cameroon? Cameroon has shown that Brazil can be beaten. Yes, of course. Just hope, and we know Korea. They've done something similar in the last group game. Should have to start against is it Portugal? Portugal. Just hold them. It was the same manner Cameroon used to beat Brazil. Just hold them to a draw to you. It is something we need. They are the favorites. They are under pressure to come out and win. You know, they'll leave their back line open, hit them on the counter, score that goal, lock shop.
So that's what he said. Take them to the place of no return. And send them back to uh, where's Sao Paulo. Sao Paulo. <laughs> Uh, anyways, uh, but then yeah, the only African team. Just start crying yeah, the only African team remaining is Morocco, Morocco, Spain. I'm actually looking forward to this one personally because um, Morocco are very, very impressive. I think you consider just one goal so far yes. yeah. in the tournament. And um, against the Spanish team, where that their last match, I just don't want to judge them by that last match. And even their game against Germany. But then, you know, the Spanish team, um, they know how to keep possession, they know how to play others, they are kind of ball. But then, you know, and we know they are, they, they are not goal shy. At, the first game against Costa Rica. They start against Costa Rica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 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 um, in that game against Morocco, tight one. How do you see that one playing out? Let start for me. Well, for me, I think, uh, like you said, if, if Spain should come in into that game with the way they play against Germany and the last match they, they lost in there to to uh, did they lost? I think two on the last the third game they lost. Yeah. So if they come into that game, but why? What I feel is they won't because I think they will have learned one or two things coming into this game. So against Morocco and they saw what Morocco did in that group as well in their group as well, topping that group with all the big big men in that group. So Croatia I think for me, yeah. So I think for me, they, they they will have done their homework and everything. Even Morocco as well have done one or two things. So I think for me, it's gonna be a 50-50. I just want to put it a 50-50. But who will now win? Ah. Who will now win? Should I put it on the maybe Apple or this thing? But Who just, will win as an analyst, as a football analyst? I think Spain looking at what Morocco have done so far, leading up to that game. I think they're looking at what Spain. I think Spain should have an edge. Okay. Uh, I think I totally agree with some of the things he said at the earlier parts of, I mean, of his assessments. But one thing I've seen about this World Cup is that anything is beatable, and that uh, if you have a team that has been able to keep it compact, you know, like Morocco has done. I mean, like like they did in their first three matches because you don't get to play Belgium, Croatia, yeah. and you know, you top that group. Yeah. I mean, underrate them at your own peril. I mean, underrate them at your own peril. And uh, one thing that works for them is that they work very very hard together. As a team. I, I mean, they work as a unit. So which means that you know they can stay compact and limit the Spanish national team to the midfield. You know, keep the ball. Can, I mean, keep the threat I, I away mean, from their goalposts. Keep post. the threat away from their goalposts. And, mm-hmm. and I think if they do that, the only person that I think has the ability to unlock that, that is Danny Omo, who seems to know how to make runs in behind yeah, the defense. But then, when you are sitting deep, where is it going to run to? So, which means that they can frustrate the Spaniard. And we've seen Morocco in this tournament. They are. They can sit for 90 minutes, you know, they can keep it tight and at the same time eat you on the break. And one thing is, the Spanish have not been good defensively in this tournament. And inside your Busquets, who is playing as their number four, they have a tired leg. And if you look at the front line of the Moroccans, they are very pacey. Mm-hmm. Sofia Bufal, um, Yusuf yes. So which means they have all the abilities, you know, to frustrate the Spaniard Not and also across, across hit them on the, I mean Ashraf Hakimi who can make that long busting run so they have all it takes to beat the Spanish national team see we are being carried away by this which is no mean fit anyway so I who mean will it is not who will win for you for me I'm expecting in fact if we are going to see any upsets in this round of 16 Morocco it's Spain. going to come from this Morocco Spain so I expect them Morocco to do it. I think I think Morocco um, will keep it tight. The Spanish team, with what I saw against Germany and in their last match against Japan, I think Morocco have enough in the tank to hurt them. 
I think they have enough in the tank to hurt them. And if they do that, it's now becomes the ability of can they keep it tight? Can they see the result through? In fact, I even expect Morocco to score first in that game. The only thing that upsets Morocco's plan is if the Spanish team have um, the score first. Then maybe we'll see that side of Morocco that we have not seen before. Then we have to come and, out. Uh, uh, maybe you know, they'll come out. The game. Uh, exactly. Maybe they'll lose their discipline. Maybe they'll lose their cool. Maybe they'll lose their positioning. Yeah, we, don't, we don't know. But uh, the Morocco, the Moroccan score first. I think the Spaniards are in trouble. Anyways, Portugal, Switzerland. Um, I think Switzerland might just turn Portugal as well. Guys, what do you think? Chill. Ah, well, uh, uh, no, no, I would disagree with you. I would disagree with you. Not about the goals, not about uh, Portugal. For the culture. Uh, just for the culture and everything. I think uh, we, uh, we agree to Portugal to, to just go through. Portugal Forget about what the, uh, the Switzerland did in their group stage and everything. I think Portugal will just know how to do it. They know how to do the job. Yes, Portugal to go through. I mean, well, definitely we expect for Portugal to go through because you cannot have that array of talent and you know and not be beating a team like Switzerland. But then yeah. if there's another team that can keep it tight, yeah. you know, and beat you at your game. Is it Switzerland? You know, I, I, I mean, I, I've always respect them because they know how to manage themselves. And we've seen it in this tournament because I was actually expecting Sabia, you know, to be one of the dark horses of this tournament. True. And they felt like pack of cards. And it's, it, it, it's a testament to how disciplined, organized and well-coached the Swiss team is. You know, you cannot see. We saw them against Brazil. Brazil. They almost saw it through. I'm sure the game plan was take it till almost at the end and try to see if you can get something towards the end of the game. And it was just a a moment of brilliance from Casemiro. Big man cast. Yeah. You know, and uh, I, I, I mean and one thing about this Portuguese team is that if you can find a miss to keep Bruno Fernandes quiet, then I think you've done a part of your homework. But the big if is is if they can keep him silent because it's someone who is silent. I think even if they keep him silent, I think the likes of uh, what's his name, Bernardo Silva, yeah, Bernardo Silva and Joao Felix will still come to party. So I'm not forgetting Ruben Neves. He has been very, very key from that midfield as well. You understand? And you, you can you can always never ever rule out that danger man Ronaldo. Yeah, of course. So he needs just half a chance. He's going to bury each other. I think Portugal will see this through and it might just be too I, I changed my mind. I think Portugal will win. But <laughs> for sanity on the streets, Portugal for the culture. Portugal should go out. And for Akpo, Portugal, Argentina, England. My yeah, eyes are yeah, But then, you know, kudos to the big, big teams. They've won all their round of 16 games yeah. and games so far. So let's see if they continue that trend. With the other guys that we're playing today okay um let's receive some phone calls now before uh, we leave this place um let's talk about uh, the upcoming games today and tomorrow and um, the number to call is 0702-555-1045 the number to send your sms to with your name and location is 0802-991045 0802-991045 to call into the show 0702-555-1045 hello Hello, good afternoon. Good morning. Good morning, sir. Yeah, this is Dotman. Dotman, how are you doing? I'm fine now. Oh, yeah, now. What's your take on um, these upcoming games? Or do you have any of the results that happened that if you want to say something about? Let's talk about Oh, yeah, now. Let's start, okay, from, uh, let's start from Morocco, Spain. I want Morocco to go to Spain. They should go back to Madrid. They should go back to Madrid. 
I see Spain. Spain, they are playing Z Rodri as centre back, and um, I think they are, he has not been exposed so far. So. Which other upsets you see happening? Japan, Croatia, Brazil, South Korea, Portugal, Switzerland. Japan, Japan might just make it out. The summarize. Yeah, the summarize. If they can show the second half against Germany and. What I know about the Croatian is if you try that with them, you will collect. Don't do Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. We are not talking about that today. We are talking about that. That's yes. what we'll talk about. That. I will, that. I will for that day. Exactly, exactly. We'll probably talk about it on Football Extra on Wednesday or latest Friday. So, don't worry. Alright, thank you for calling, yeah, though. Yeah. yeah. Okay, the number to still call is 0702 Number to send your SMS to 0022991045. Hello. Hello, good morning, guys. Good morning, Mr. Chris. How are you doing? Chris, Chris. I'm fine. How are you guys today? We're good, though. What's up with you? Your contribution? Uh, I'm good. I'm happy to meet everybody. Yes, sir. First thing was, I didn't start the program with you guys. So, I came and I saw uh, the Senegal game. I think it's a big different half. I think Senegal were a little bit talking about in the fourth, set five, in this minute. Uh, maybe because of the complacency and the let's what it is Africa we are back home. Let's move ahead. I think um Morocco might have a slight chance against mm. We might we all are of this of Africa, but I think at that time we start very realistic. Mm. Uh, Morocco, yes, we have to be realistic. I think Morocco might not make it out. Yes. They might just say they're for their money. Let's just say by it two goes to one because this thing they are not saying three scoring side. After we saw what happened against Costa Rica, the other game is only make it out, make it start into the winners. But they have the possession of the front, from the back to the front. So, but I think um, the kids, they will have that not. Uh, okay. We don't think it's to one. And uh, post that with the line, uh, I think without Cristiano Ronaldo, it's not that team. That team. Create for the people individually. Take a look at another one. You know, Cristiano Ronaldo, he is more, he, he does the honest He's one of the greatest of all time. But with him, the team might well like make Cristiano Ronaldo the focal point of that team. But this what it is, like I said, I think Portugal should go through as well. Thank you, guys. Alright, thank you thank so you much, Chris, for that um, extensive analysis. Alright, the number to still call is 0702 um, let's see if we can take calls for at least two, three, um, if not four minutes um, before we leave this place. Hello. Hello, good morning, guys. 
Good morning, um, Eniola. How you doing? I'm very fine. Sadio is. How you doing, now? I'm fine, Sadio is not. That was the hangover. <laughs> As you know, send me money. Where the angle I want to come from? Ah, uh, mm. no, Allah. Uh, you can't invite us. Every good. This is Eniola Diawa. Eniola, what's your contribution <laughs> to your coming games <laughs> in the round of 16? <laughs> Uh, for me, I see I see Portugal going, I see Croatia going, I see Spain going. Portugal, Spain, Croatia. Croatia. So yeah, yeah, you're just predicting upset all through. So Japan, uh, Morocco, South Korea, Switzerland, away. All of Brazil. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Brazil, South Korea. Brazil will win obviously. Spain, They don't have Spain, work rate. Gabriel Jesus is injured for one month now, so. He, he does not matter. He, 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 didn't, he didn't start the first game. Mm. Mm. He didn't start the first game, and probably Neymar should be back anytime soon. So he's back. Neymar is actually back for the South Korean game. So. Yeah, so they are good. They are good to go. So, but besides Brazil, um, upset all the way. Japan, uh, what's it called? Switzerland and uh, Morocco to win. No, Portugal to win. Croatia to win. Spain to win. Oh, Portugal to win. And then I'll go and go go and rest more than you. I thought you were even doing that. Go, I mean, go, 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 go. I was even I was looking forward to noting those results. Okay. No, well, let's see what happens now. Everything will happen between today and tomorrow now, so we'll know what's up. So by, by, by Wednesday, we'll know what's up. No, Alan. Alright, thank you for calling, though. You guys have a good day. Uh, you too, you too. Alright, uh, the next call will be the last call. The number to call is 0702 SMS people is 0022 Hello? Good morning, sir. Who am I speaking with, please? Mr. Benga, how are you doing, sir? Fine, thank you. Your contribution, please. program um, 5 o'clock. Okay. Yes, okay. five o'clock, then four o'clock on Fridays. On Friday, I yes. know that. Okay, yes. Thank you very much. Okay. That's how you come. You said what? Well, well, I, I didn't hear you, sir. I didn't get that. And you are they talking about vengeance? That's Ghana. Vengeance. Okay, my Ghanaian brothers. Vengeance is that much. <laughs> uh, so I did what anybody else is not even who are told for his country. Mm. And how the if you are was sent out, wake up, they will win the next match. And they were given penalty, they lost. Well, they talk of Ranger. Mm. So it doesn't if the kind that they go to match with that one of them said, and I think that's that one of the things that affected them. True. Ranger. When they tried yeah. that, they made, they made it to the round of 16. For example, if Messi is not a Portuguese, it's not Argentina. They will go far, I'm mm. telling you. Mm. It's the key there. Mm. Uh-huh. Even though it's, it's even more key than Ronaldo in Portugal. Mm. So, mm. And uh, it's even more key than Mbappé in France. Uh, yes. 
But if we got if we got go to the app too, so they will feel it. Yeah. <laughs> it's all what it is yesterday. Mm-hmm. So uh Sadio Mani, I mean is the one that uh, did not allow them to go far. It has said uh too much. Not injured at the wrong time. That's what I want to say about that. I will only pray for Morocco. Thank you so much, Mr. Benga, for calling, sir. All right. All right, sir. Um, that's the last call we can take because of our time. Let me run through these text messages here. I just want to say, I want Morocco and Portugal to win. Akinwa Olabi Posse from Olufo. Um, this was asked for the Portugal game. I pray Portugal lose um, the game. Morocco winning today's game. I don't know who Argentina is playing next, um, but um, Argentina must lose. Precious <laughs> from Futa. Um, Hi guys in the studio, I'm General AK from Kun Street High School. My own contribution is that Switzerland will defeat Portugal come tomorrow and if care is not taken, Korea will oust um, Brazil. Uh, this one said, Timmy from Akure, please add me to the WhatsApp group. Oh, you send me hi on WhatsApp to 0027972008, 0027972008 and I will send you um, the group link. Um, okay, uh, this was a good morning, my name is Ariel Lua from Akure. Um, about the yesterday game, I think Senegal was the cause of their own problem that allowed them to beat themselves. Oh, wow. Okay, uh, Mr. T from Macquarie. Morning, guys. Um, good morning to you too. Senegal taking the game to England early on was their first mistake. They could have frustrated the English boys and tried to settle the game outside the 90 minute mark. Also, I'd like to say if Mr. Desmond wants to support Argentina, let him do it with his full chest, I beg. Let us know what we are doing. Portugal versus Switzerland will not be an easy game for Portugal. An upset is very likely in that match. We start with God bless you, Jerry. Uh, good morning. We'll be supporting people from the corner. Say, do it with your full chest. Let us know what's up. Good morning, guys. Morocco are going to defeat Spain and get through to the quarterfinal. Miracle for Makure. Miracle. I hope so. Uh, that's that's all the messages I have here. Um, Shio, what's your final take so we can leave well, this place? Uh, uh, for the three lions, uh, I just want to. Say, I, I wish they get to the semi-finals. I get to the final. They can do the damage against France. Uh, probably the mid Netherlands and everything. Probably they might just. It might just be their coming. The, the coming moment they have been shouting for all this. So it might just happen. <laughs> this man and uh, France, France and three like uh, England. But yeah, I do have, no problem. It's your final take. Desmond, what's your final take? Yeah, well, uh, all the games have been very, very interesting. You know, uh, intriguing. Uh, you know, for for a tournament, some people were saying we are not going to enjoy. You know, it's been very, very, very enjoyable. And uh, even the one month is not enough for us, you know, to enjoy this. And uh, having said that, I think the upcoming games should even give us more enjoyable moments, more upsets. And that uh, for England, it should not come home. For sanity on the streets. Any other teams can win it except England. Well said. By all this, Argentina, England, Brazil. Portugal. For sanity on the streets. For the culture. What about Anybody can win except those three. So that at least there will be peace on the streets. That's all. 
That's what I have to say. Thank you all so much for joining us on the show today. Uh, thanks to Shell, thanks to Desmond for coming through. Everybody that contributed from the callers to the listener, everybody that even, you know, heard us one way or the other. Thank you guys so, so much. Um, happy belated birthday to um, Ayodele Temi, Tayo, whose birthday was on Saturday. Um, so sorry, so sorry. I should have given your birthday a shout out on Friday. Um, I miss you, yeah? The OG, OG man of all HRs. You know, my personal person, my friend, very, very supportive person. Very caring, very nice. She should come and give me some shade. That's my own. <laughs> also, happy birthday to my friend of over two decades, Tom Brother Kingsley Osage, whose birthday is today. Um, he's one of those rare people that will always check up on me in all aspects, including mentally. I'm Osas Baba, you know, I would forever appreciate you and do not take your brotherhood for granted. I'm wishing you all your heart desires. Plus, and more. It is uh, because of Arsenal fans like you, you know, that I want Arsenal to win the title, but not the Champions League. Um, have an amazing year ahead, Mr. Arsenal, Mr. Wenger, and of course, Mr. Olivier Giroud. If you know, you know. Football Extra return on Wednesday by 5 p.m. So please try and make it a date with us right here on Empire Radio. Talk Football Talk Sports Mondays, 11 a.m. On Fridays by 4 p.m. We are still located at Empire Building Number One in Fedola, Arroyo Street, behind BJ Philly Station. Post your Koti layout opposite to the former career on those days. So kindly patronize us by advertising, sponsoring, or promoting your goods and services with us here at Empire Radio. Where you'll be guaranteed um, nothing but the very best service on radio. God bless you all. Stay safe out there. This is Jerry Foma, the Jace Wonder, and I'm signing out.